In 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 27, Paul says, I discipline my body and make it my slave. You know, we often forget, guys, that God has called us to steward the bodies he gave us so that we'll be ready, healthy, and spiritually dangerous to fight the good fight, whether it's working at your job, serving your God, protecting your bride, or being a great dad to your kids. That's why we're so excited to partner with Mountain Tough Fitness Lab. Mountain Tough Fitness Lab is run by Christian men who are passionate about training you to be your best version and to stay dangerous and ready for God. Join me on my journey by going to mountaintough.com. That's M-T-N-T-O-U-G-H and getting your free six-week trial when you type in the code ARENA30. You won't be disappointed. Stay dangerous. So if the daughter does not receive authentic biblical affection from their father, they will find it in the arms of another person. It's not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who was actually in the arena, whose face is marked by dust and sweat and blood. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you. Because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute salute you. you. Hey guys, thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in 10, and I'm here with Dale Culver, our show producer, and my right-hand man. How you doing, man? I'm good. Good. Also, the deck builder extraordinaire. Oh, dude, thank you for that. You. <laughs> so our men's that retreat. Was so much we fun. had a men's retreat weekend at our church, and I, I with my team, I run that group, and and they were talking about who's got your back, and I was like, man, Dale Culver is like a brother, and he truly has my back. And they were like, oh, that's cool. I, go, I don't like him, but I love. But him. he has my back. I love him. <laughs> I don't like him. Anyway, so um, no, I appreciate that, man. Uh, that was a huge deck, and. Uh, uh, I'm glad you were there to finish it. So it was um, big. And we had some guys that started it and worked hard and laid the groundwork and did the heavy lifting. Yeah. But with scheduling and stuff, they weren't able to. There's no way you and it, I so. could have started that off like that. No, they did a great job too. So they should get give those guys a shout out to Whoop. those guys as well. So anyway, um, do you have a man law for me today? I do. Guys, find time to be present in your kids' lives. Just like. You know, I'll look around the house and I'll have one of my kids there and I'll just go over there and infiltrate their life and like, hey, how are you doing? Just random. Um, I love you. And and I'll say this, say I love you often and hug them if they will let you. You know, those <laughs> these things are important. Oh, Make it boring. Funny. Oh, dad's there it is. Again. There it is. You stole my thunder. I was gonna say that. Well, it's you should true. say I love you to your kids until it's boring. Yeah. I'm honestly, I say it, I just was on the phone with my oldest. He's, he bought a house at 27. He's moving in. Hey, I love you, son. I'll see you later and help you move. Love you, Dad. Last night, my son Colton, we drove to the airport to pick up Shanna because she was super tired, and we drove her home. See you, son. Thanks for coming up. He goes, well, your mom's a great mom. And I go, well, you're a great son. Love you, son. Love you, Dad. I mean, it's just boring. Yeah. It's And the, my sons, here's the cool part. My dad never told me that, very rarely. But mm-hmm. my sons have been hammering my dad. Dad, you never, Grandpa, you never tell us you love us. So now my dad is saying it to them. And then this morning, it's my dad's birthday today. Called my dad. Happy birthday, dad. 79th birthday. He's driving up here for Colton's college graduation party because Colton had COVID when he graduated, so we had to postpone it. And uh, miraculously, he's okay. Wow. <laughs> anyway, and so uh, uh, i got to be careful to stay, stay 
stay away from my politics. But, uh, but my dad gets off the phone. He goes, all right, son, I'll see you in a couple of days. Love you. Love you, dad. I mean, it's like now it's becoming boring with my dad because yeah. my kids have trained my dad. I say it to my so, youngest one and she goes, yeah, I know. I mean, that's how it should be, though. I mean, you know, in Matthew 17, the father said of, this is my son who I love. In him I am well pleased. Listen to him. Mm-hmm. And I think that's important, those three things, to say always, you are my son or daughter. You belong to me. So mm-hmm. you belong to me. I love you, and I am proud of you. Mm-hmm. But the I'm proud of you should only happen when you actually are proud of them. Because when they're doing stupid stuff, I'm not going to hand them a participation trophy. Right. They're only going to get accolades and kudos when they're doing stuff. Right. So right. I love you no matter what. You belong to me no matter what. And I am proud of you when you're doing things that are make me that are worthy of me being proud of you. Does that make sense? So absolutely, I think that's really oh, good. That's so good. I want to move into this uh, podcast. Last week we talked about the dad whisperer. Little twist this week. I'm calling this one the daughter whisperer. And the reason why I'm calling it this, Dale, is because I think that men, like I said before, with our interview with Dr. Michelle Watson Canfield, we had the biggest spike in one-day listens that we've ever had, which tells me guys are going, I need help. And so we want to help you guys. We uh, interviewed her on her book, Let's Talk, Conversation Starters for Dads and Daughters. In that book, it's a very simple book, she offers 60 date ideas and discussion starters. 60. But in the midst of it all, you know, when I read books and I read all, I read all of the book for the interviews. In the midst of it all, I try to find nuggets that we can share with you. And in that, she gives men an acrostic. I love acrostics. They make they make life simple. There, it's easy to remember. And so I'm going to give you an acrostic to help you talk to your daughters. And guess what the acrostic is, Dale. T A L K. Is it talk? Talk. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. You I'm can good. spell too. Even one syllable <laughs> words. I'm impressed. You're trying to get over my head. How here. do you spell A? Huh? <laughs> no, I'm just anyway. That's uh. no. There you go. No, that's A H. So you messed it up. Oh. You don't even know how to spell the word A. I need to go back. Anyway, to A A. If you're in if you're in Canada, they're like, oh A. That's easy. E H. E Y, isn't it? A A A. If you're a st- pirate, it's e, it's a y a. Anyway, I should uh, not uh, r. Come on, what is your problem today? R. They also go a. I don't know. My pirates say a. Anyway, oh so hey, so here's the first letter, guys. <laughs> T. The T stands for time. Carve it out. Hack it out. Dynamite it out. But make time in your schedule to date your daughter. Teach her that she is worthy of honor. Take her on dates so she has a baseline to measure all dates against. Founder of Focus on the Family, James Dobson once said, love is spelled T-I-M-E. If you want to listen to your daughter, you have to take the time to focus in on her. I cannot stress this enough. Now, if I had daughters, and I do not, I would date one of them. I would do a date with Mama Sita, so I'd take my wife on a date, and then I would maybe the next week take one of my daughters on a date, and the next week take another daughter on a date. I would just rotate them through. I would rotate them through. Uh, That's one way to do it. Or you just say once a month you're going on a date with a daughter, date your wife every week, and take your daughters on a date once a month. I don't know. What do you do? 
I don't want to put you on the spot, but you've got three daughters. Yeah, it's been hit and miss lately. But uh, well, what have you done? Has it been? Hit I have and miss done that where time? it's like coffee, uh, lunch, um, or uh, my youngest always runs errands with me usually, and so maybe we'll grab a bite to eat and we just talk. We talk. We're in the car. Well, it seems like you that relationship is easier than with the older two. So tell me about the older two, because I know you spend a lot of time with your youngest, but the older two, what have you done to There's really... There's been seasons off and on where I take them separately to uh, coffee and lunch and things like that. And so it hasn't been like super consistent, but we would do those things and just sit and talk and hang out in the sun and just how you doing. Also, when they were younger, I would have one of them with me like at camps and stuff like that. And I would just have one that I would just hang out with the entire yeah, time. Yeah, No, and that's so good. They've been with me a lot. Yeah, you spend a lot of time with your girls, so I think that's really good. I think the listening, we can't listen to them if we aren't taking the time to be yeah. with them. There's a lot of windshield time of them talking, and you're just, uh-huh. It's uh-huh. not rocket science. I mean, all you have to do with a woman is to get them alone and go, hey, honey, tell me about your day. Hey, honey, how's it going? And then just say things like, uh-huh, I'm so sorry. You feel that way? That's oh, awesome. Oh, man, that's awesome. I love you so much. I'm so sorry. And they just keep going. Mm-hmm. They just want you to hear their heart. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want to make that sound trite. Yeah. Or, yeah. But, I, but, but really, a woman will share their heart with you no matter if she's an 8-year-old woman or a 12-year-old woman or a 16-year-old woman or a 45-year-old woman. Mm-hmm. You just have to take the time and carve it out. So the next letter is A, and this is this is the word affection. And here's what I want to say, Dad. Your daughter is going to get affection somewhere. Will she get biblical affection from a father who loves her, or will she find a sick counterfeit in premarital sex and heavy petting with some 16-year-old horny kid who is going to fake his affection for her to get sex. Because he really doesn't even know what love is at that point. He doesn't even know what love is. He (laughs) thinks love is falling into something. It is actually rising into something. This is the ageless dilemma, Dale. Listen to this. Uh, Bill Harley, we've had on our podcast way, way back when, I think it was episode 128, way back, he wrote a book called His Needs, Hers, Her Needs. It's one of the greatest books on understanding women I've ever read. And he lists the top 10 needs of a woman and the top 10 needs of a man. What do you think the number one thing a man needs from his wife is? Number one thing. Respect. Respect is number two. Sex is number one. Oh, I would never be like that shallow. Okay, I am. So for a woman, what's the number one need of a woman, according to Harley? Uh, Love and affection. 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 Mm -hmm. So here's the deal. Men, their number one need is sex. Women, their number one need is affection. A woman who is 14, her number one need is affection. A guy who's 14, right? So, But as a believer, believers, we do not believe in premarital sex as believers. That is not... That is a sin. So how does a woman receive affection? So this is the big dilemma, right? Because the women, these young women, will give sex to get affection, and these young boys will give affection, they'll fake affection, to get sex. So you've got this tension 
Women, a girl will give sex to get affection. A man will give, a boy, a young guy will give affection to get sex. So you have this tension. So if the daughter does not receive authentic biblical affection from their father, they will find it in the arms of another person, usually a young, horny teenager, right? And so this is the thing that guys need to really address. Are you building your daughter up in a way that she experiences your expressed affection for her so that she is comfortable in saying no to premarital sex because she is receiving all of the affection she needs from a father who loves her. I cannot express this enough. I mean, this is huge, guys. So, And then you can give expression, or I'm sorry, you can give affection while you're listening. You can say things to her like, honey, you're so beautiful. Honey, you're so worthy. I mean, you can express affection to her, right, while you're listening to her. So as she's sharing her heart with you, which women do very easily, you take that as a time to actively respond to what she's saying with words of affection. Right. I mean, to, you know, so I think this is a real important point, guys. Don't just listen with the uh-huh, 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 even though we just told you to say that earlier in the podcast. <laughs> listen with ways to affirm her of ways to show your affection. I love you, honey, so much. I'm so sorry you're going through this. If I was there, I'd help you with this. But, but you know, let her know that she is your princess. Mm-hmm. So that's so T is take the time, carve it out. Time. A is affection. She will get it somewhere. And then L is this. Listen. Obviously, your greatest gift. So the greatest gift you can ever give a man is respect. The greatest gift you can ever give your granddaughter, your daughter, or your wife is to listen. That is your greatest gift. Uh, Michelle Watson Canfield writes this in her book, the best way for a girl or woman to connect with herself and with others is through talking. When we as women open our mouths, our hearts automatically open. And when a daughter's heart is open, her dad's heart invariably opens. Never underestimate the positive and the powerful impact you have by listening to your daughter. Listening to her is one of the best gifts you can give her. Did you catch that, guys? It is one of the best gifts you can give to her. So time, carve it out. Affection. Look for ways to express it in a healthy way to her. And L... Listen to her. The dad whisperer, the daughter whisperer, learns the art of listening. And K is this. It simply stands for the word kindness. And you may say, what is that word kindness there for? Well, let me tell you the subtitle of that. Here's the subtitle, guys. If it's broken, don't fix it. I made that up myself. Oh, you're good. Because with guys, if it's broken, fix it. With women, if it's broken, don't fix it. There's a great video on YouTube, guys. If you have the time, you're going to laugh. You've got to go look up. It's not about the nail. That really expresses to me what these women are going through and how we can treat our daughters and granddaughters and our wives. Men were fixers. Women, however, are processors. When our wives, when our daughters, when our granddaughters are processing their problems, we show them love and kindness 
not by solving the problems. When we try to solve their problems, we're not showing them loving kindness. We're talking man language. Watson Canfield writes this, Dad, the more you're a sounding board without trying to fix your daughter's problems while she vents and expresses herself, the more you'll help her process her emotions and experiences. So in other, other, <laughs> instead of telling her how to fix things, I have learned this with my wife. I say this all the time. Honey, I am so sorry that you're going through that. And I am sorry. Or I'll say this to her. Honey, do you want me to fix this or do you want me to listen to you right now? Tell me what you want me to do so I can do the right thing. So it's okay to ask because that they'll respect that at least. It's a lot better than you going, why don't you just go do that? Well, if I was you, I would just do that. You know, that's obvious. That's not a way yeah. to show kindness. So, guys, the way to show kindness to your daughters is not to fix it when it's broken, but to listen and show kindness. All right? Hey, guys, I hope that helped you. So, guys, you want to be a daughter whisperer, use this talk acrostic. Take the time. Show affection. Listen with your greatest gift to her. And, K, kindness. If it's broken, don't fix it. Dale, take us home, brother. Yeah, men, head on over to meninthearena.org and order your copy of Jim's newest book, Strong Men, Dangerous Times, Five Essentials Every Man Must Possess to Change His World. And, guys, will you do us a favor? When you order this through Amazon, will you go and leave a review for Jim's book? That'll Please. help us a ton. Until next time, feel the wet sand on the arena floor. Hear the deafening roar of the crowd. Taste the sweetness of victory. Smell the stench of battle. Get in the game. Get dirty. Grind it out. And be a man. You've been listening to the Men in the Arena podcast. If you hunger to be your best version, then join thousands of men from around the world in our Men in the Arena forum on Facebook. This is the best place to have open discussions around the topic of biblical manhood. Make sure to explore our website at meninthearena.org, sign up for the weekly equipping blast, and take advantage of our many free resources designed to help you become your best version of a man. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. Remember, when a man gets it, Everyone wins. What type of dad are you? Guys, in my 35 years of ministry, I've noticed that guys basically fall into two categories. And in those categories, there are four types of dad or four phases that you pass through as a dad. We just dropped an amazing quiz to help you discover what type of dad you are. Find out what type of father you are and get our custom resources fit to meet the needs and the questions you are asking. Head on over to menarena.org. Join 20,000 men for from around the world and find out the type of dad you are.